It's the much-anticipated episode four. So, um, I didn't record anything yesterday because I was having a really stressful day um, with a few uh, hiccups that happened related to a recent Airbnb stay and a stroppy host. And <clears throat> I will go into the details, but Airbnb sided with me um, because of my superior negotiating skills. Um, and yeah, I won. So uh, I didn't have to pay $300 to someone for them to get a old battered sofa cleaned, even though it was already dirty when I checked in. So here we go. A, a big score for the consumer. Um, a win for the little guy um, and uh, fair play to Airbnb if they want to sponsor this podcast um, they did side with me anyone who agrees with me is automatically a friend I'm currently in very slow moving traffic um, I'm not going on my usual route so this is a great kind of exciting alternative episode where rather than going on my usual route where there's really any traffic I'm going on a route because I need to run an errand and there is traffic so the commuter chronicles just when you thought all the plot twists that could ever have happened in the history of narrative uh, there's a new one that you probably weren't expecting uh, big news um, I'm currently in the process of looking for a new car so my commute will be transformed um, I've got a big Ford Fusion. It's got a 3.5 litre V6 engine and when I arrived from Europe I thought that was a normal small car compared to the other big trucks but it turns out you can actually get smaller cars so I'm looking at something a lot smaller because it's mainly just me. My wife drives a larger vehicle with the children in most of the time and usually it's just me on my own in this car which is where I record the podcast because if the kids were in the car there's no way I could record a podcast. So, this car is probably, it's not going to be, I mean, this Ford Fusion is great, I love it. It's got leather seats, I've never had leather seats before. I feel like some kind of CEO or uh, MD of a major corporation driving around in a car with black leather seats. Uh, it's a completely uh, alien experience to me, I feel like I've made it. So, when I trade this for what will probably be a Hyundai Elantra, or um, some kind of small Chevy. Um, it probably won't have the quite, I probably won't kind of have the same feel of success, but I'll have the benefit of knowing that I'm not being absolutely rinsed at the fuel station. I say, keep saying fuel station because I want to say petrol, but I'm trying to get out the habit of saying petrol because Canadians and North Americans as a whole call it a gas station. But then in the back of my mind, I'm concerned that people at home will laugh at me for saying gas station and going, oh, you sold out. Um, so as an uneasy compromise, uh, which pleases no one, especially me, I've started saying fuel station, which is um, just weird, I guess. So, well, I'm, do you know what? Europe, Wales, the UK, that's behind me now. I'm going to call it a gas station. So, I won't be rinsed at the gas station anymore once I have my smaller uh, Asian car uh, that will be more reliable, uh, will be more efficient, and 
I don't know. I was going to say we'll probably be less fun to drive, but that's a that's a bit of a oversimplification. I once had a Suzuki Swift that was a had a fuel injected engine, and that was a great thing to drive. Um, it was tiny. That the, the the boot was useless. There was absolutely no point in having a boot at all. You could pretty much just fit one packet of A4 paper in it, uh, and that would get. I'm cruising along what is known as the NS111 North uh, on my way to work and I believe that the shipping container that we've been waiting months for um, has finally come into port. Uh, according to the internet, it's the one I can see parked up as I'm driving past. Uh, it looks to me like... No, that doesn't look like the one. I don't know where it is then. Maybe it was there yesterday and it's gone. But, um, yeah, that's not our shipping container. Well, anyway, our shipping container is in. That's the important thing, which is uh, great news. Uh, in other news, um, the weather was incredibly nice on the weekend, um, and it was Father's Day. So, uh, as a lovely treat, we spent the entire day on the beach. Um, and... I've got what looks like strange brown gloves on my arms and a white pasty British body because when I used to work outside a lot filming um, I used to catch the sun on my arms and there was a massive imbalance where I just had brown arms and a white body um, and it kind of looked like opera gloves because they kind of cut off just slightly above the elbow with a slight gradiated fade off to pasty white British skin. Um, so if I wore a t-shirt, I, I looked quite Mediterranean, but once I took my t-shirt off, the truth was revealed and no one could deny that I was from um, a place that is devoid of sunlight. So uh, I took my t-shirt off, uh, hoping to balance the tan out and used some aerosol-based suntan lotion, which I later discovered was shit. Um, and I'm horrifically burnt after three or four hours sat on the beach in the sun with a light breeze where I couldn't feel myself slowly cooking. Um, I now have the weirdest looking tan. I've basically got red skin, uh, white skin where the aerosol made direct contact and then brown arms. So my wife laughed at the fact that I look like Neapolitan ice cream. Uh, it is pretty funny, but at the moment it still hurts and I'm in work, pop into the toilet every 30 minutes or so to apply after sun uh, on a regular basis and just to just let some hot air from out under my clothes because I've generated a lot of heat off my skin um, and I'm looking forward to when I just peel uh, and all the skin just falls off uh, and I start shedding like some kind of reptile because the, the, that's actually quite fun. I, I know it's disgusting, but I do like picking the skin. I haven't been burnt for a long time, so um, it's, it's one of the small perks of getting badly sunburnt is that you have a, a fun activity center on your arm or your shoulder of big chunks of skin you can pull off yourself. Um, so that'll be a great night in. Um, maybe I'll record while I do it um, and describe in detail the large bits of skin, the small bits of skin, and the shade of the fresh new skin underneath that has 
been reborn following the death of my outer layer of skin thanks to my irresponsible beach activities. Um, so far, I think I've had about four downloads, so um, I'm really pleased with that because that really shows momentum. Uh, I've got four downloads but and eight followers on Twitter, which makes me think that Twitter is quite fickle and people will follow you regardless of whether they've actually bothered listening to your podcast or not. So um, if you are following me on Twitter and you haven't listened or this is your first time listening, thank you for following through. I do believe that some people are just following because they want me to follow them back. Well, I haven't. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if you're one of those people who try to prospect followers on Twitter by following 10,000 people so that you can get 2,000 followers who might follow you back. But I'm not going to play that game. I am going to win Twitter followers through the sheer quality of these broadcasts. Uh, I'm not going to win Twitter followers by following them. And also, I noticed a lot of um, scantily clad women tend to follow you on Twitter, and I think everybody knows they're not real. Everybody knows it's some kind of scam to get you to download some kind of pornography that then leads to a virus that wipes out your computer, or that's how I imagine it would happen. It's never happened to me. Um, so that's a, that. That's quite interesting to uh, to consider as a as a as a as a. I suppose, I guess it'd be quite interesting to have just pure followers who are all just malicious virus peddlers. I guess you know. So every single person following you is some kind of robot or scam. Um, really shows a, a, a lovely, warm following and a really appreciation. Really, a, yeah, a big appreciation for my attempt to record an entertaining solo podcast during my commute because it's the only free time I have. That's the Commuter Chronicles. Um, so I'm hoping that whoever has listened to all of the podcasts, one person has listened to every podcast so far. Um, I don't know who they are. Um, I feel like they know me really well now. I feel like there's some kind of bond and connection. So I appreciate you listening to every episode. One person has only listened to episode three, which doesn't make any sense because there's a whole load of context and setup they're missing out on in the first few episodes. So if you are listening to this episode and you haven't listened to the first few, you know, there's, there's certain things you're going to miss. There's what I would call Easter eggs, the running themes that you would really appreciate. Um, not quite as layered as maybe a Marvel film with a wealth of historical comic literature where you can throw things in for shadows to spot but something that is you know trying to build a, a nice story something that kind of has momentum and and will enhance your life and not feel like a total waste of time which i do fear this podcast could be um it's certainly a total waste of my commute because rather than talking i could be listening to other people talk about news and weather um, and the same jingle over and over again and terrible adverts for lawnmower shops you know but we've all got our crosses to bear I'm making this sacrifice for you so that you can listen um, I'm genuinely going to try and find some interesting topics to talk about maybe some maybe some interesting facts that um, you didn't know so that I can pretend that this podcast is educational 
and I can start tweeting about the fact it's a highly educational podcast that will blow your mind and alter your perspective on history. So, we've been recording for 12 minutes. I do believe in keeping it short, not only because I don't want to waste your time, but because I generally run out of things to say after 12 minutes um, or after about 15 minutes. Sometimes if I've had a really interesting day, I might go as long as 18 minutes, but unless a major natural disaster happens, I'm never going to get past 25. So uh, on your behalf, on my behalf, goodbye.